Let me turn down the volume now. Hi there, folks. How are you? I hope wait. I still got music going on here. Uh, how are you? This is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo. It's episode three thirteen, and it's live once again. I know, and I haven't given you a heads up. It's a little after two. Um, just a little practice, you know. I'm I'm gonna have uh, the phone number if you'd like to call in. We, uh, we, I guess that's a royal we because it's just me today. Um, if you like the phone number, it's 407-392-4563. Once again, the phone number is 407-392-4563. I don't get a ton of live listeners. Uh, I guess part, uh, partially that's because I don't announce when I'm going live. Well... You know, got to be spontaneous. There's a lot of things I do write down. This episode's called uh, Lucky 13 or 13, my lucky number. I forgot what I wrote down, but it's it's in there and uh, we'll discuss it further as the show goes on. I want to give you an update. Uh, uh, Florida Keys still open. It's hot as hell, hot as hell down here. Uh, I guess not as hot in some other places, but we're in, I guess, the low 90s. Uh, humidity is high. We're sp- supposed to be getting a little dry here. And uh, there's still a ton of people coming down. We are busier than we were supposedly since our little um, lobster mini season last week. Uh, we just seem to have a lot more people down here. I guess it's the last hurrah before school starts and uh, you know I'm kind of split on that I'm really happy for businesses that were that way Um, it seems like uh, the people are respectful of the the mask rule and they're they're coming in uh, adhering to the county rules and uh, not making it tough for us to enforce them now the locals on the other hand that's a little different uh, the people that live down here, it's uh, they, it's not news to people that uh, wearing a mask has become a form of a statement. Um, so I'm not going to delve into that. I'm going to just talk about the keys right now. And it uh, doesn't have to be about mag, uh, mask and all that. We had people from different parts of the states uh, come in last night, different part of our state, Ocala, which is... Uh, much further north in there and they're they're still open uh, their restaurant bars are still open I was informed by someone they weren't familiar with the rules down here uh, it's a county rule not a state rule uh, with the state closed all bars the county imposed a 11 o'clock curfew on any establishment uh, a restaurant uh, restaurant and bar so people would have to, uh, 11 o'clock, all your customers have to be out of there. I mean, that's not necessarily really great for business down here. It's kind of killing the fun. But I understand why they're doing it. Um, you know, we're, we just want to get on the other side of this. But uh, that being said, yeah, there's plenty of fishing going on. There's uh, The water's beautiful. We had uh, not so near a miss, meaning it was... A big miss. Uh, 
it's funny you see I thought it was humorous saw a meme of Hurricane uh, Isaias or Aceus oh man I don't know how to pronounce it but it was I-S-A-I-A-S Isaias and uh, Isaias something like that but it was uh, late last week it made a uh, on the weekend it made a pass by the east coast of Florida hitting it with some tropical winds but really it put a number up in, on uh, the people in North Carolina, Virginia Maryland, Delaware New Jersey New York and Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts uh, and our hearts go out to them but the funny meme was they showed a track of it and it says oh wait Florida has a has an outbreak of COVID-19 and it's like we'll avoid that I guess that's called uh, anthropo- uh, anthropomorphizing a hurricane expressing a, uh, having a a non-human expressing a human uh, quality such as uh, you know, fear of COVID-19. But that doesn't, the hurricane may not become the Florida, but it seems like a lot of other people are. And that could be because there's all sorts of reasons, probably because uh, we're not, uh, the state hasn't issued a mask mandate. So people think that there's a possibility that they can go into counties and they don't realize when the state does that, municipalities and counties have to pick up the uh, well, they don't necessarily have to; they can just ignore it. Or, in the case of Monroe County, they mandated mask in all restaurants and things like that. When people are going into a restaurant, going to their table, and getting up, roaming around, and we got to tell people that and it feels it sucks being able to tell them. It's like talking to a three-year-old and saying, "Listen, you know, you can't pee." You have to go to the bathroom to pee. You can't just go and pee in the corner. So these people get up and they walk around. They take they take their mask off and then they stand and have a conversation with no mask on next to someone at a table. And they may not even know those people. So um, people eventually, they'll, they'll eventually get it. But uh, we, uh, I had a lot of people. I had the, uh, uh, what was it, people coming in and they just want to uh, I guess recapture the old times pre-COVID-19 so they don't have a good time sit at the bar you know this is, it's not quite the same thing sitting at a table is it but that's what we got to deal with right now but we uh, let's talk about Lucky 13 uh, I started reading today I'm, uh, I peruse Facebook every so often and someone posted how old, uh, the question was, how old were you when you found out Bar, B-A-R, uh, the type of business bar, you know, meant beer and alcohol, uh, beer and alcohol something, retail. And uh, I, I didn't just accept that, so I did a little search on it. All my research found out it's not an acronym. Uh, it's called one of those things called an ac- uh, acronym. It was uh, bar originally was a derived from an old French word barre, 
stands for bar, I guess, place where you'd have the, the drinks. And it was incorporated into Middle English and found its way in the use of our language, bar. You know, so you have saloons, you have taverns, you have whatever you want to call them, pubs. And it's just some people use a handy explanation for something that's not exactly what it is. It seems like a el- more elegant um, situation. So what what was the, uh, let me see, beer and, oh, beer and alcohol room. They said that was an acronym. And, and I feel like a dick. And maybe I am a dick and I apologize for being a dick, but um that's not the case and I had to go put it in the comments and go listen that's not what it is someone did post that someone posted that I don't believe that's the case so underneath I reassured him like I'm not the police and stuff like that when it comes to that but it's not true doesn't mean beer and alcohol room so I was thinking about everything else that we think about just accept as a truth when someone asked me what month I was born there astrology and I spoke about this in the past you're welcome to believe in astrology like just like you're welcome to believe in your religion whether you are a believer in Joseph Smith reading through a magic hat through seeing stones invisible golden plates that he only he could see uh, if you accept that that's fine but please don't expect me to see the same thing you see or don't see, obviously, in the case of the Mormons, because you can't see the golden plates, because only Joseph Smith could see the golden plates. Uh, I'm giving you kind of spotty. But Mormonism was created, the texts were created uh, by uh, Joseph Smith, was the one that created their holy book, their scripture. And what he did is he um, tra- he translated them. He had them, um, someone write down his uh, interpretations of these uh, golden plates that were brought to him I don't I, I don't know who was the angel angel Maroni because the angel Maroni's involved there they are, they believe in the archangels and Maroni was one of them I guess there's a, an Italian guy Joseph Smith knew and he said oh he looks rather angelic so um, Joseph Smith had one of his elders or buddies write down um, his words as he's looking through a hat that had stones in the bottom and the stones were called seeing stones and in those seeing stones oh my wife's calling me right now I'm gonna I'm just gonna text wait you know what I'm gonna talk to her right now delay hold that thought hi hon I'm in the middle of doing a podcast I just didn't want to ignore you I love you bye I hate, you know, if it's one of those things. If I don't, uh, at 2.15, if uh, she doesn't um, hear from me, at, you know, her daughter's here and stuff like that for 45 minutes, who knows how long I'll go, right? So I don't know if you heard her, but uh, what what we're talking about, Joseph Smith, he, so he interpreted all those things through the magic scenes, uh, the hat, through the magic scene stones, the invisible golden plates, no one else could see. And um, that's where uh, the original scripture came from. And then more revelation came on as it came before. And I guess they 
changed their idea on plural marriage and recently and they also had a uh, a belief early on that uh, black people were descendants of uh, Cain uh, the the biblical guy that killed his brother so um, you know Adam Adam's son so okay we're going to get back to how to get the astronomy so astronomy I lump astronomy in the world's religions you know whether Hindu Buddhism Christian Judaism um, I mean and then now you have the zodiac um, and as a sidebar thought uh, if you get the chance uh, I just saw the zodiac movie uh, it's probably 10 years old or something like that but it was awesome or no four or five years old it was an awesome movie it's about the zodiac killer in the uh, 70s in San Francisco so I think it was San Francisco if I'm not correct yeah so we're back to the uh, astrology someone someone's asking oh what what month were you born in or what was your birthday and then they start asking what's your zodiac sign and then they're going to try to put me into a category that they have in their head right now why is it that whenever they if you believe it whatever they write the random sent for you're born on this 12 months and that's in a we're going to talk about the lunar versus the solar calendar uh, why is it it always has a general feel to it the descriptions of the uh, horoscope and a description of the person whether they're fastidious or passionate or fierce or intelligent or laid back or romantic or sexy or all these things you got them all according to stars and how would if I mean a lot of people that believe in that stuff are um, not necessarily big in the sciences but how would a planet far away to virtually exert no influence on us if you think about physical influence I mean, that's in gravity or stars to exert. Now the sun does, the moon does, um, maybe closer planets, maybe Venus, maybe Mars has some influence, uh, a minor influence on the uh, planets. But in our solar system, the body that has the most influence on us is the sun. The sun keeps the planets in their orbit from gravity and uh, other planets to kind of react into it because of the size and and they formed due to the gravitational pull of the sun so how would planets and thing have any do with your personality and why would it change your personality a lot of people they explain it again and they spent there's a whole um, industry oh my god it's probably worth it's an underground industry if you think about it because it's up there with palm reading and seers and all that stuff so people spend and you know what it's an amusement thing if you treat it as amusement that's great too so 
we got that there. So we started with the bar and we got that. And it made me think of my lucky number 13. And I always liked 13. And I liked 13 because no one else liked 13. And whenever I had a sport where I had the opportunity to have the number 13, I took the number 13. You know, sometimes and some hotels were built, they did not, even though it had a 13th floor, they would skip uh, labeling it the 13th floor. They would go from 12 to 14. And um, there was uh, the Indianapolis 500 from close to its inception to 2002 or 2004 would not issue the number 13 as a car. And uh, there was, you know, Friday the 13th is supposed to be, uh, actually Friday the 13th, uh, one of the French kings issued a uh, an edict to hunt down the Knights of the Templar. It was, I guess, in the 1300s, and they were tortured and murdered uh, on Friday the 13th sometime during the 1300s. But... Uh, in, in the tarot cards, and this is long with tarot cards and astrology, and so the card that's numbered number 13 is the death card. And um, in the Last Supper, there were 12 apostles. We always talk about the 12 apostles, except for Judas. And, you know, Judas had, had uh, been unceremoniously excluded or ceremoniously excluded because he's the one uh, who betrayed Jesus. But he was the 13th and considered the last apostle to sit down. So that's 13. And now when it comes to calendars, uh, I have an interesting thing to throw out. There's a theory out there why 13, one of the things. But in not all cultures, um, before World War One, France, uh, thought 13 was a lucky number to this day China thinks 13 is very uh, lucky number there's 13 uh, rankings for in the, in the standard poker deck uh, playing cards in uh, Arthurian legend Arthur and 12 knights went to Avalon and they are either rest suspended in animation and are waiting to be uh, awakened when Britain Britain's in its time of need. So it was probably, um, you know, if they didn't come out during a battle of Britain, maybe they did, who knows? Maybe a couple of Arthurian, you know, there were pilots in the RAF. On our great seal of the United States, there's 13 stars representing the 13 states. And also there's 13 stripes on the American flag. And uh, there's an idea of one of the other things why 13 is a lucky number, I suppose, the over our calendar, because the calendar, um, if we went on a lunar cycle for our months, we'd have um, close, we'd have close to 13 months, because with the, well, yeah, we have 13 months, 28 days, um, it would, um, because it, the, that's how the cycle of the moon occurs, also as a menstrual cycle, uh, is you know every 28 days and so they broke it down to 12 with the oddly numbered um, you know some um, months having 31 days some having 30 and then you have February 
alternating back and forth. So, um, to, to, to put uh, superstition into numbers, places, things like that, um, we have um, that we have other things in culture, and and that when it comes to superstition and things that uh, relate, I'm going to go to more lighthearted for that. But uh, let me take a, a quick break to give you the number again. The number is 407-392-4563. If you don't feel like calling now, maybe the next time we have a live show and you're tuned in. I know with podcasts, a lot of times people don't listen to them live. But I'd like to change that. Also, I wanted to talk about some of the listenership. Once again, Washington, Virginia, I don't, I mean, there's... What, what is it? There's over 900 this time. There's over 900 downloads going there. I wonder if there's a small internet service there or something like that with routes to Washington, Virginia. Uh, I looked around for it. I didn't see it. But there could be. You know, there's all these podcasting apps and hosting, uh, podcast hosting apps where people do their shows. And they may be one of the ones I'm signed up for. They may do regular uh, downloads. And do it infrequently. Do it more like once every other month and download uh, episodes. But it seems to be that they wouldn't have to download all of them. So, and I'm not exactly sure about my numbers. It's weird about numbers. See, we're talking about 13 and we're talking about numbers. But uh, with podcasting, other than with broadcast over the airways, meaning non-cable, non-tethered, uh, there is, you can only use anecdotal evidence, meaning use a, a sampling of people to find out how many people are listening. You take a sample of like 500 people and ask them, do you listen to this radio station? And you extrapolate it out to everyone out, you know, around that area that could receive a signal and then you come up with a number a rating of how many people are listening your listening audience when it comes to podcasting they know um, because uh, you have to download it and they know an action occurred and they can tell where it was what time it uh, most of the time what time type of device it was uh, whether um, yeah and, and the town it's from and they even get a kind of a demographic on what kind of people are listening. Is it a woman or a man? Or is that device that it's downloaded on? Downloaded on. Now, it in podcasting they don't go. Uh, podcasting is more of a personal thing. People don't necessarily turn on a, a podcast and blast it to a room full of people and they sit back and listen to. It's possible they can go and listen to one of these true crime things. You get like four or five people and just listen to true crime, but. With podcasts, podcasting is normally a personal thing where people just listen whenever they want. Don't even have to record. I mean, it's not even recorded. It's recorded already. So that's a nice thing. And we know how many people are there out there. And we know where they are. We don't know who they are. Don't have any fear. Don't get all paranoid. Don't stop listening to podcasts because of that. So I digress. Um, getting back to uh, the bar uh, thing where I use metaphors describing things. You notice I like to do that. And uh, the owner was, uh, it was uh, last night, and we had one of our regulars, great guy, hanging around. 
having a couple drinks. And Kathy says, you know, you can say it as late as you want. Just, you know, we're, we're working here and stuff like that. And I walked over to her um, off to the side, getting away from the customer. I said, Kathy, are you aware of the vampire um, the characteristic that the only reason, uh, uh, only way a, a vampire can enter enter a private home is to be invited in. And once it's invited in, it can, you know, stay as long as want to, whatever it wants, could be uh, anything. And I suggested, I said, do you understand what you just did when you invited a person to stay as late as they wanted to? And they go, oh, I see. Now, they didn't necessarily agree with me. I understand that. And uh, I realized I use a vampire metaphor a lot. I don't know what it is about vampires. Maybe something in American culture, a recent phenomenon. I guess it started in the early uh, part of this century, which wasn't long ago, 20 years ago, with the, um, what show was that? You know, Dawn, something, the sexy vampire movies and stuff like True Blood. um, God, I can't even remember. Well, you know, it was mainly for teenagers and stuff like that. But, you know, vampires were usually very gruesome in the old days. I mean, it wasn't only until um, Boris Karloff or uh, who was the other guy? Who's the Hunk Harry guy? Bella Lugosi, where they tried to make him somewhat uh, alluring with the eyes. Something like that. But vampires were normally kind of sickening creatures. And, uh, I, I extended metaphor out to relationships and stuff like that. It's like inviting, uh, I use, I haven't, uh, used it in a long time, but I did, uh, mention to a guy when you invite a girl to bring in her personal items into your bathroom, it is, and I'm sure someone's used this metaphor in a story or a movie or a TV show, but once you seem to invite, and that could be a guy too, once you invite someone into your house and bring in their personal items, it's hard to get them out. It's a, The only way to get them out is to call forthright thing, get your stuff out of here. Because just think of it. You say, hey, listen, you're going to have to remove your your toothbrush, your clothes, your underwear, your pajamas. You know, there's a few used pajamas, depending on what age you are and what part of the country you are in, you know. You know, not everyone wears pajamas. Uh, I don't want to get off on that. But uh, it kind of, I would never say that to a woman or the woman say that to a guy. But it is a direct analogy that once you invite them in with their possessions, you've just did something there. And think about it. Um, it's just so much harder once you have to break it. And that same thing goes for customers. Stuff when you say, hey, listen, you're going to have to leave. We've noticed that, you know, since we invited you, uh, that you stay to the very end and we can't do things, we can't speak. We're going to, you know, there's certain freedom you have when all the customers are gone at the end of the night. So you don't need that. And there's all these things. There was interesting when I was doing a little research on this. Uh, I do I, I do a little, very little research, but I, there's some. Uh, there was a question on Quora, and 
it was do vampires poop and a lot of science uh, a lot of people that were familiar with science quoted in and say listen conservation of energy they if they did not poop then you know where is it going is it magical because in, and then a nutritionist suggested that there's no way a biological creature could derive the amount of nutrition from blood alone because you need uh, you need certain other proteins and carbohydrates and things like that and I I that wasn't one of those things and I, I can't make fun of that because I thought about I did have a debate with someone about zombies yeah I said why are zombies why do people uh, you know after you get a real old zombie and their eyes are rotting and their ears are do they actually see anything it's more like if they, anything at all if their body's dead how their muscles work you know is it their, just their limbic system? And then when their muscles start rotting, how hard, you know, you got a certain amount of strength in your body. If, you're, if your body's rotting, rotting, just take a rotting piece of wood. It gets dried out and thinned out, maybe by termites and all that stuff, and how easy it is to break. Zombies would just be turning into, like, balsa wood. It wouldn't be moving around, just be laying on the side of the road so, and and then pooping themselves all the time from all the meat they're eating. I mean, a high-protein diet, you got to be really stinking if you're just eating meat because I, I know that. I've been there before. Not eating humans. But I did make I did make a statement today. I mean, not today, this past week about um, who um, people at the bar ask who, what I, what I eat in what order and then I said well I would I would uh, I would say I would I pointed out at several people and uh, I said yeah I'd be happy to uh, do that I don't want to leave you left out that's what I'm saying there there's certain um, there's certain desired traits to the food that you want to eat and uh, the people got a little freaked out but I'm not gonna leave it I'm gonna leave it at that so uh, okay I guess that I got to start instituting a regular time when I do my phone uh, phone calls. So tomorrow, and today is the sixth, all day. Uh, tomorrow on August seventh, Friday seventh, I am going to do a one o'clock show. And I know a lot of you are working, stuff like that. And I'm sorry, but on Friday I definitely can't do any um, very late near the drive time and I don't expect you to make a phone call you should be making a phone call while you're driving if you're listening when you're driving if you listen in a car or something like that that'd be great uh, I guess if you're li- listening to a podcast that's going to be really hard uh, that's what she said right um, that's going to be really hard to be able to make a phone call while you listen to the show but then again all you have to do is hang up and you can go back to the show and listen to it uh, because it's going to be recorded and you'll be there so that may be the one drawback because on a radio show you don't have to hang up unless you listen to the radio and you can listen to radio on your phone but that's it I would like like to thank everyone for listening I will be back uh, tomorrow 
and most likely probably Saturday, maybe maybe Sunday. I won't be here Monday, uh, but I'll be doing this Tuesday. And again, uh, you know, it's funny. I thought uh, when I did 100 episodes, it'd be a big deal, and then 200 episodes, and then 300 episodes. Well, it's pretty much it. You know, there's going to be a 400th episode. I didn't feel like doing a podcast today. I really didn't. I was anxious. I didn't feel comfortable in my skin, but you know what? It doesn't matter. Just do it. And you should do that whatever you're trying, endeavoring to do today. Uh, thanks again for listening. Share this with your friends. Uh, take care. Stay uh, safe. And uh, try to, you know, have a little fun out there. You know, don't get, don't get depressed. Uh, it's eventually going, it's eventually, eventually it will be over. I mean, the orange guy is right. And eventually, but it won't just disappear. It's just going to eventually fade away. If you historically you look at plagues, they take a while to fizzle out. But now we might have, a, you know, they may have a vaccination process and stuff. And who knows? But thanks again. Until next time, stay safe. I hope your family's well. And uh, I'll talk to you later. Bye.